0: Welcome into House of Wrestling, everybody. It is me, Nick Housman. Come on in. Take your shoes off. Take your hat off. Or, or keep it on. Really honestly, I, I don't if you want to keep your hat on, not a big deal. You know, maybe you're covering up something there. Maybe you maybe you're a little, losing a little bit of hair. Maybe you accidentally torched your head on fire as you were trying to sneak into somebody's house and a little precocious child uh, warned you off. It's a little home alone humor there. Uh thanks so much for coming in here today, everybody. Always a great time welcoming you into the House of Wrestling. And uh, I got a very special Friday afternoon uh, exclusive special. It's a special special for you all here today. Um, We're going to do two parts of audio that I'm going to queue up. Uh, First of all, I brought into the living room somebody that I've never had the chance to talk to, but I've wanted to for a long time. We have shared space in the Chicago uh, pro wrestling community for about 20 years. He has never given me a payday. I have been on the other side of the line uh, in promotions that were, I don't want to say working against Danny, but, you know, we were competitive in the market. And, look, it was wonderful getting to finally talk to AEW owner Danny Daniels. Uh, They're going through a little bit of hardship right now with their venue and trying to get things back up and running. So I was happy to talk to him about that, but we get into more. Uh, And I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation with Danny. And after Danny, we're going to hear the full audio from myself and comedian E.J. Cameron's AEW Fantasy Draft. We went 18 rounds. We have huge rosters that we just drafted here. I'm going to write them all up for over on HouseOfWrestling.com, haus of Wrestling.com. so you can go check out the full results there if you don't want to listen to the full back half, but you should because it's hilarious, and we got very, very, very serious. We got very intense about the draft. So the draft will be in the second half here, uh, full covers on the site, and then we'll do a poll over on Twitter where everybody can go vote uh, on who they thought had the better draft at the end of this. Uh, and before I throw to Danny here, I just want to thank you all for a wonderful week. We saw a lot of numbers this week. Of course, we welcomed Post Wrestling's Wei Ting and John Pollock, to the official House of Wrestling episodes on Tuesday and Thursday over on Premier Streaming Network. Uh, Thanks so much, guys. It was great episodes, great conversations. Uh, If you're listening to this and you liked those talks, you like all the audio we drop here on the House of Wrestling podcast feed, please go over to the House of Wrestling uh, Apple podcast page and leave a nice review, five-star rating. That stuff keeps us alive on the charts. It is invaluable. And, of course, just tell it a friend to support House of Wrestling. Always a good thing to do as well. Thanks so much everybody. Here it is coming into the living room. Danny Daniels. You don't do a lot of press.
1: I have a team for that. (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) Well, I love to go to the source, Danny. I've had a lot of people in your orbit, wrestlers, production people, uh, coming to me, telling me about what's going on at Irving hall right now. Uh, it sounds like a really big mess. Um, for those that are kind of outside the Chicago bubble right now, but they're still interested in the in the pro wrestling and independent scene in particular, walk us through
1: what what happened here, Danny. Uh, pretty much it was uh, show day or the night before, and we got the call around eleven p.m. that the city of Chicago came to the building and they confronted the owner, and they found out that the owner did not have the proper permits to run live events. Now uh the reason why we were at Irving Hall is the owner also owned Logan Square Auditorium and he rented that venue out for 3 months to a Star Wars burlesque show okay. and uh, we didn't find out about that until 2 weeks prior to our last Logan Square show so everything's been last minute with this owner just it's been a headache lately. We've been there since 2015 and really haven't had too many issues until this year, really. And again, so we were we were told last minute that we had to run our May event at Irving Hall. Uh, May came around. We did our show. No real issues. We didn't think anything of it. We pay this man rent. We come in and we do our show. I mean, we did our May show. He did arrive very late, so we couldn't do all our production, but that's a conversation for another day. But anyways, June rolls around and we find out that, uh, we find out the night prior that we're not going to be able to run the show the following day. And we tried contacting him the night of the morning of the night prior. When we found out right away, the morning of repeatedly, Hey, what's going on? Can we get in? Are we doing a show? And we got nothing back. So if it wasn't for the ring crew guy who, uh, Merle, who rents out his ring to a lot of the Midwest shows. If it wasn't yeah. for him, we wouldn't have known. Wow. That's crazy yeah. that Merle, it's crazy that
0: Merle was the one to figure that out. For those of you that don't know Merle, go back and find my BD Smooth interview. It's a banger, Danny. I talked to BD not long oh, ago.
1: Oh, oh God. I bet. I bet it was it, great.
0: Oh, it's wonderful. I love it. A lot of tacos and juggler <laughs> A lot of tacos and juggler chatter. Now, one of the big things oh. that oh yeah, I was wonder. This isn't about BD Smooth. They're not gonna go down that path. So, like what's the big thing? <laughs> One of the big things that's obviously talked about here is the financial hit that you guys take in a situation like this. Now, uh, when you find out last second like this, I imagine you have some wrestlers in the air or on the road. You have tickets. You have people coming in. Talk to me about kind of how the dominoes start to fall for you and the company once you find out this last minute news and and really how it affects the company going forward.
1: Well, financially, it breaks you because the talent put that date aside. So you have to honor that, and so we have to. At first, we have to pay all the ticket buyers. We got to refund them. When that's complete, we're not totally complete with that yet. Uh, we're still reaching out to everybody who's bought tickets, either telling them, "Hey, do you want do you want a ticket for our next upcoming show on July 15th in Berwyn, or do you want a refund?" Now, a lot of people that live in the heart of Chicago, they don't really they don't have a car. They just take public transportation or an Uber. Exactly. Uh, so for them to go to berwin which is probably which could be a 45 minute drive with traffic a lot of people aren't going to do that so you have to refund everybody and going back to the wrestlers you're not getting your hotel money back you're not getting your flight money back if we would have known in advance i could have gotten refunds on all these or tell the guys hey try to find another booking but the morning of you have to honor those bills as a promoter and that's you know that that's your end of the bargain is you have to honor that so the guys are going to get paid. It's just going to be a process because we pretty much have, we're fronting the cost of a wrestling show with no income coming in. And there's really nothing you can do. There's, I mean, the guy, just the owner of the building, just pretty much uh screwed us. You know, it, it sucked, but, you know, in all the years I've ran AEW with our team and my partners, we've never canceled the show other than COVID. This is the first time this has happened. So Yeah. You know, wow. Just, we go by our you know, our word and we we've, we've never you know, we don't want to let the wrestlers or the fans down.
0: Yeah. Well
1: we well, did. I, well,
0: hey, it's not like you did, right? It's this was something very much out of your hands. So now at the last no, second, I, I,
1: yeah. I get it. I get it, but it's still it's still that people set aside that day to work for us or hey I'm going to go to AAW that evening and it just sucks I, I feel like we've let people down. And again yeah. it wasn't our fault and I know that, but it is what it is.
0: So uh, looking forward here now uh Berwin Eagles club where you where you say you just alluded to that you're you guys are gonna be running new shows is that gonna be the home for the time being like how how is the strategy i guess changing for you all here kind of in the wake of this
1: well we uh i mean we were doing we just recently went back to Berwin and we had two shows booked for them this year and now they've picked up a they've picked up three more this year they've taken the Logan Square uh, dates from us, and they picked up. But we're still looking. We just added another show in a different part of the Chicago land area, and we're still looking for other venues.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Well, hey, but let's, we, let's... we do have to we do have to be smarter financially now moving forward because this is a huge financial hit. This this pretty much kills you uh, financially. This is thousands of dollars that we're losing. So we just have to uh, we just have to rebound slowly. Every decision has to come.
0: Man, it's just wild because you AEW has been around what, almost twenty years now. When did you start? Two thousand five.
1: The company started in two thousand four. I bought it. My first show was uh, to January of two thousand six.
0: Man, because like so you it's been guys been around for a long time. Been around for a long time, right? Long as I've yeah. been around the long as I've been around the indies uh, in Chicago, that's for sure. And you know the thing about it is you guys have been really looked at as like the premier. Chicago Fed I don't know if I want to say super Fed or whatever you want to call it but like you guys have been the premier Chicago Fed for so long here right now it's it really is kind of it kind of shows you bare you know bare open here how kind of tenuous even at a really high level the independent scene in professional wrestling is Uh, I don't know if that resonates at all you know
1: well we went through the COVID era man and Nick that that financially broke us. That we were doing very well before that for years, you know, when the indie boom kicked in, and I don't know, 2015, 16, 17, 18, 19, we were doing great. We we were kicking ass. We were doing great. Uh, COVID to try to keep the brand going, we felt, hey, let's run shows. And between starting, stopping, uh, giving refunds out, trying to get that content content out, that financially that wiped us out of everything we had in the bank, you know? Yeah. So it's been tough. It's been tough post COVID and it is what it is, but we've kept going, you know, like, yeah. like most Indies, nobody's making a killing doing this. They're doing it for the passion the love and just trying to run quality events in their own way. My yeah. way is not, my way is not the same as every other group, but everybody has their own way of running quality events. And it's just, it's tough to be a promoter and, it was evident on June 10th how tough that could be.
0: Let's talk about how you how you run your product, Danny, because it is very interesting. You know, I've never actually formally worked with you uh, at AAW. I worked uh, with a lot of your competition over the years, and I've heard a lot of things. I've been to a handful of your shows as well. For what it's worth, I love the AAW shows. But how do you, you. talk to talk to me about your ethos? What do you think makes for a good promoter? What do you think? Why do you think that you have a secret sauce here that has been successful, at least in the Chicagoland area?
1: Uh, as far as, as far as the product that we put out, or as far as, uh, yeah, well, I would say promoter.
0: I would say both, right? Because, like, I know that you're very conscious about creating a product that you can't find anywhere else, right? You really want to make something that works. It's going to resonate just as an AAW product. I just wanted to kind of talk to you. Well, uh,
1: yeah, wouldn't that be like any business, right? If if I if I had a cheeseburger and you came up and wanted to make a cheeseburger, are you going to make it the same as my cheeseburger and run down the block? That, mm-hmm. That's stupid, right? That's, that's ridiculous to me. So I, I think everybody has to have their own different form of cheeseburgers. And I was trying to make or our theory of AAW was to keep our cheeseburger a little unique than that one or down the street or 30 minutes away or whatever, an hour away, whatever it may be. The whole point of AEW, and I think why it's lasted the test of time, is that we've stayed true to pro wrestling. What it, what it I don't know, whatever it is that I think it was to as a fan, uh, I, I believe at the end of the day, it's still pro wrestling. People, you want to suck people in with the storylines, the emotion, the passion of everything. That's what draws me to pro wrestling. I think sometimes that gets that gets lost, in the Indies especially. Uh, so we tried to keep that concept alive. And as far as being a promoter, uh, you just got to give the fans their money's worth. You you can't bait switch. You can't advertise and pull somebody back. You got to be honest with them. When something happens, just be honest with the fans or honest with the talent. Honor the, you know, a lot the guys. And I've messed up before. And I've forgotten. I've booked people. It's like every promoter has, whatever it may be. I've forgotten, but I've still honored that. Or there's been times where it's like, damn, I just can't fit you on the show. But I want you to stay home, but you're going to get paid. Mm-hmm. I've done that. I've done that before. Just, I guess you just got to be truthful.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's just a, the, the biggest complaint I had when I was, uh, that I heard was that you just, talent working for you really, like, they can't work the same way in the Chicago area. I think of like uh, Heidi uh, Lovelace or now Ruby Soho. Yeah. I think she had, she had some. Mask gimmick and freelance, right? I think Marcus sure. Crane had to be Hunter Strange or something there. By the way, rest yeah. in peace, Marcus Crane. What a great guy. Um, I I just know that you're a little bit more finicky than other promoters and territories about the way talent in the in the area gets presented. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's certainly something that's been kind of an mo f- in, in regard to you for many yeah. people I've worked with. No, you know,
1: no, I know, and it goes back to the cheeseburger analogy. I don't, I do not want the same cheeseburger. I don't want to have the same cheeseburger on my show compared to your show down the street i just just the way i did it it's like what makes your movie theater unique if they're all fucking airing the spider-man movie that was my theory on it like why are you going to go to my movie theater here compared to the the movie theater 10 miles down the road i I, that was whole my whole theory if we're going to invest in aw's never been a promotion of just here's eight matches here you go we've been a promotion of like we have a video crew. We're going to make highlight videos. We're going to invest in you, promote you, hopefully pay you the rate that you want to draw the fans, hopefully draw fans in. And if I'm going to pay you that rate, my thought was I'm I'm looking to get a return on it to at least cover our costs. That was my whole theory on it. Yeah, no, my, but, again, I'm not Nick, saying it. Yeah. No, but if you look recent years, you know, since COVID and I know everybody's gone through a tough time, we've relaxed. Up. I don't really enforce that. Anymore.
0: And that, and that's kind of one of the things I was building up to here. Yeah. Is that from what I'm hearing now, it seems like you're a little bit cozier. I don't want to say cozy, but like you've let your guard down a little bit, which is I'm kind of happy to hear that, actually, that it seems like the Chicago market has multiple places people can work and that the promoters are seemingly yeah. on better footing here than they have been in years past. You know,
1: I, you know what? I, I've never had bad relationships like freelance wrestling sure uh there's been other groups that you know I, I don't think highly of around the area but whatever that's my own opinion yeah uh, i have my own stories to tell you know you you can say that dan and aaw have been bad guys but it's like i've, I've never ripped these people off and they've ripped me off at times you know right. financially but i don't say anything i you know what that's on them uh, i don't operate our business that way and you know if people think I'm a bad person for the rules I I implemented, it's like then don't work for me. That's all I said. Don't work yeah. for me. If you if you if you rather work these eight other shows compared to mine, then go ahead. I, I, I didn't care. And most of them just chose to work my show. Does that make me the bad guy? No, these were my rules and you you took them to work here.
0: I'm not saying bad. I'm not saying. I'm not saying good or bad. I'm just saying that I've been in the locker room with a lot of oh, talents that I've oh, sat I there know. and had to wrestle. Do I do A.A.W. or not? And like you again, you're offering something that a lot of other upstarts aren't offering. I'm again. I'm not saying what you're doing is bad here because you are. But, you are. You've made a very good case here about how you are investing a lot more than these other promoters yeah. are in these talents. You know, it's just and, having sat there and watched people struggle with that. It's a tough call for them to make sometimes. And, and you look know?
1: and look at how long we've lasted yeah you know what i mean I, And yeah. i've seen them come and go i really have i've seen these promotions come and go and i've and believe me i've loved all the guys and girls that have worked for me but they're eventually going to move on they're eventually either going to go up and make a whole lot of money or they're going to fade away and just not wrestle anymore so my theory was what can i do to keep the brand alive and that was rules that I had. It's like We have to look out for ourselves at the end of the day. It was, it was our money that we were going to lose if these shows didn't work.
0: Yeah, and if you go and just look at some of the, do a half ounce of research at AEW, the talent that you have featured over the years, Danny, it is a real who's who uh, of people that have come through the AEW locker room. Uh, the big fish I think that a lot of people uh, would associate is Tyler Black, right, who you guys had a uh, big hand in before he came into WWE. And now he's Seth Rollins. He's like the biggest thing in professional wrestling. What's it like for you to kind of sit there and, and think back on your time working with a young Tyler Black before seeing where he's at now, kind of on top of the world with this World Heavyweight Championship?
1: Uh, well, I, I trained Tyler Black back in the day. Yeah. Uh, in 2004, him and Merrick Brave, who him and Merrick Brave have the Black and, Black and Brave uh, school out in Davenport, Iowa right now. But that's what AEW was formed on. When I bought the company, I wanted a promotion to feature my students. And that's what it was all about at first. So uh, I did get the honor to use a lot of my students, including Tyler Black at the time. And he was the featured act. And we, you know, we, we got to build stories with Tyler Black for five years. Was what great. was
0: what was it like working with him when he was young and just learning the business? Did you know that there was something special there? Where was he a, a buck that was hard to tame? How was it working with him early? Uh, like
1: that? He was very he was very opinionated, which is fine because if you know me, I'm very opinionated. So I didn't. There was no pushback, and I love the argument. If, if you want to argue with me about something I'm passionate about, I can talk all day. And, and that's what it was. It was like, hey, why are you doing this? uh do it for this way so it was constant banter with all of my students or again him and merrick brave they were very opinionated so it was fine uh but i knew right away that he was going to be a star i remember the first day of training i called my wife on the way home and him and merrick brave were both 18 years old and it was the first day and i knew they did backyard shows before that uh but these kids they look good uh Good-looking kids, 18 years old, and I called my wife, and I'm like, these fucking guys, man, they're going to be stars. Like, it's the first day of training. We only trained for, like, two to three hours that day. But I called them. I said, mark my words, these kids are going to be stars. Unfortunately for Merrick Brave, he got hurt, but and that derailed his career. But, I mean, Tyler Black, look where he ended up being. So
0: (laughs) Yeah, a pretty big deal. He
1: he did okay, right? (laughs)
0: Does he still come around? Is he hanging out? Giving advice? I knew I know Ali comes no, around. No,
1: you know. no, you know? He, no. Uh, well, Ali lives here. Uh, you sure. know. Yeah. Seth Rollins doesn't live here. Seth Rollins lives three hours away. He's got a baby. So when he's home, he wants to hang out with his family. I mean, we keep in touch through text how he's doing and you know, and I use a lot of his students to this day, out of the black and brave.
0: Good. Yeah, one of the things I was thinking about when uh, uh, over the past couple of years I was watching WWE try to make inroads with the independents, making different deals and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Were you ever, were you ever in talks with WWE about bringing content to the network or creating any kind of pipeline, anything like that with the with the company? Yeah.
1: Yeah, quite a few times.
0: Oh, quite okay. Few, yeah. Okay. How did those how did
1: those conversations go? I thought it was going to go really well until Peacock came along. <laughs> that was the end of it, so. It oh. just. Yeah, it is what it is, you know. Okay. Just, it... I'm sorry. Uh, I no nothing. Like it just you know. Uh, I I thought. Uh, I thought we did have something going on. Uh, I was interviewed a lot with them, and uh, it just never panned out.
0: Mm, man, man, I I did. I thought I was like, man, AAW is going to be on WWE Network here pretty shortly. I was looking at the yeah. list of people they were writing and bringing on, you know.
1: Yeah. Again, I I thought that as well. In my heart, I truly believe that. That But again, Peacock changed everything. COVID changed everything.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, hey, Danny, uh, I know you don't do a lot of this stuff. I just wanted to talk to you for a little bit. And again, I I really empathize with the situation situation you guys are in so much. It is really, really difficult to run independent pro wrestling and to hear the spot you guys are in right now. Uh, I do hope that everybody goes out and shows you guys a lot of love and support. And if they want to do that
1: July 15th,
0: (laughs) I was going to set you up there. So how do they do that, Danny? How do they show that love and support right now? If they want to Uh, bring you guys up.
1: uh, Just follow us on all our social media, AEW pro uh, Twitter, Instagram, everything, Facebook and our, our next show is July 15th in Berwyn, Illinois at the Berwyn Eagles club. And we're going to do our best to have a kick-ass show and try to rebuild the brand and um to show you show fans what we're all about and if you've never seen AEW and you're curious and you feel bad for us whatever it may be buy a ticket come have a good time enjoy yourself and whatever you you know whatever you think pro wrestling should be could be i promise you if you go to an AEW show you're gonna enjoy it you're gonna believe you're gonna you're gonna get caught in the, in the moment the passion the the emotion it's just a hell of an event, a roller coaster of emotion. I love it. I, I I truly stand by our product. It's just as a fan, like I would get into it. That's it. So AAW Pro, all our everything is linked on there for you to buy tickets. Hello,
0: House of Wrestling. It is me, Nick Hausman, joined here today by my very good friend, comedian EJ Cameron. EJ, are you ready for a little? AEW Fantasy Draft action here this Friday afternoon? I got a draft list, buddy. I'm ready. See, I have my Okada Bucks. I'm prepared to pay off people here today to bring them over to my roster. I'm going to make some big moves here today because for those that don't know, the way this is going to work is I'm going to be drafting on behalf of AEW Collision. EJ is going to be drafting on behalf of AEW Dynamite. I got some rules to go over here in just a second, but I first of all want to say, if you are watching this right now live, thank you so much for tuning in. You can participate in this draft. You can you can make help us make suggestions. You could do whatever. You could jump over into the comment section over on Twitter, on Twitch, on YouTube, on any of that. Let us what you know as the draft goes along, um, as we go back and forth uh, in rounds. Uh, at the end of it. We'll put the full results up over on HouseOfWrestling.com, H-A-U-S-O-Wrestling.com. And uh, we're going to put up a Twitter poll, EJ, to determine who drafted the better roster. All kinds of stakes here today. I mean, that's pointless. It's going to be me, Nick. You're you're that confident? That that, confident. That Dynamite is going to get the better roster here today. Man, wow. Dynamite
2: is right there in the name.
0: Before we get to the actual drafting here, have you read any of what The Observer put out today about the current situation with Punk and the Elite and everybody?
2: Enlighten me, Nick.
0: (laughs) Oh, well, EJ, just just so you know, before we kind of get into the the drafting and all that, why don't we talk a little? Why don't we throw a little news chatter in here just for no reason at all? And by the way, if you're listening to the podcast feed, you just heard uh, our good friend AAW founder, Uh, Danny Daniels talking about what happened at Irving uh, Irving Hall with their promotion. Uh, Everybody go check that out on the podcast feed. Um, But yeah. Uh, What was was I just talking about before I got distracted there? Uh, (laughs) CM Punk and the Elite. That's right. The Observer dropped something. I've I've completely gone off script here today already. Um, So Dave and the Observer, uh, they went over and they wrote that there was a top talent that left Wednesday night upset uh they were in a bad mood i guess top talent didn't say who it was right um but there is now this top talent believes there's a ticking time bomb going on with inside the company and at any given moment this whole thing could be exploding all over again and on that they really went in the newsletter hammering the hammering the point home that no matter how many times punk says it on the record out loud wherever they still believe he tried to get Colt Cabana fired. That's the they're they're sticking to their guns on this one, EJ. So it's it's like the end of the week. We've had these wonderful Dynamite and Collision shows. I'm very excited yes. to do this this fantasy draft here today. But already to end the week, all this dr- why can't we stop putting the focus backstage, EJ? Why can't we try to keep it in the ring? For just a couple days you know what i mean yeah uh, what's in-house should stay in-house man uh uh, keep it in the house of wrestling that's what i say
2: that's what i think and you know i when i watch the show it's not bleeding over it's not showing anything's different or bad or poor i say we just need to live in that i think it's too often people
0: it's feeling like high school yes yes it is it does feel super as a high school theater kid Mm, Yeah, all the drama feels right now. Well, and the thing is, you know, this weekend, don't know if you've heard, EJ, Big Show, Forbidden Door 2, going down on Sunday, right? Uh It's going to be the first time all these people have to share space together, right? Now you're going to have the Elite, they got a match, Omega's got a big match, Punk's taking on Kojima. I'm as interested as anybody to find out what is going to happen here uh, at Forbidden Door. I, I... You know, no, I didn't get let on the media call yesterday. My question to Tony Khan, because everybody kind of, and no, you know, all credit to the press for at least broaching the topic, but nobody got real specific and asked, are you going, do you plan while you have all these people together to try to get them to sit down and work this out? Is that part of your plan going forward? That was what I was going to ask. I was really hoping somebody brought it up, but unfortunately it didn't. So now we're just going to have to wait and see how the Monday morning news cycle goes, you know? Let's see how it fizzles out. They need to have a lock-in. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So uh, that's where the table is set right now with Collision and Dynamite. And uh, with that said, I mean, look, I was at both these shows this past week, EJ, and I brought Liz. Who was I saw. A- Liz, had my wife, had never seen an AEW show with me before, EJ. She'd never gone to one. It was that her was first she- time. Oh, she loved it. She was only going to go to Collision, and then she had such a good time at Collision. She's like, wait, there's another one? Let's go to that one, too. So I had I had to email AEWPR, politely ask for a plus one, and they were wonderful about it. Thank you to them. And yeah, my wife, uh, Liz, I think she's a fan now. She was definitely into stuff. The thing that I loved the most, the comment she made to me, she might be able to hear me. I don't know, she's only like two rooms over The comment she made to me that absolutely showed me that she's like the girl of my dreams, right? As MJF comes out and she goes, he's come a long way since Cicero, meaning she remembered watching him at MLW tapings years ago. Uh Like she she remembered Max well before he was making Tony Khan give him millions of dollars. Right. Yeah, I just, I, I was a wonderful. She's like, oh, yeah. Oh, man. I remember him in Cicero. Isn't this adorable? He's doing so well for himself now. I love That's it. That's such a Liz response. Dude, you married right. You married right. <laughs>
2: She's like, I'm so proud of him. And we're like, no, he's a jerk. She's like,
0: yeah, but. <laughs> and she loves the signs, right? You know, there was like one woman that just had a sign that said kiss every time two guys would get close together. Like that was very nice. I don't know if that made TV, but the kiss sign. Great. Uh, we had a great time just in general. And I was so happy, uh, Because I love Jeff Jarrett, Mark Briscoe, that concession brawl, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Total nonsense. Nonsense. I love it. Jeff Jarrett,
2: good for him. Oh, man. When I'm that age, I wouldn't mind looking like that, man. Good for him.
0: Good for Jeff. Good for Mark, right? At a a time where he could be holed up and grieving and depressed Mm. and all that, he is out there and he's keeping the Briscoe name alive and he looks like he's having a lot of fun. They could not have paired him up with a better bunch of people to work with. I i mean, I thought I was going to get kind of bored with kind of with the direction they were going on when they were, like, on the farm and stuff earlier, but... I like the farm. I like the farm bits. <laughs> the farm made me roll my eyes. I was like, early 90s WCW. Okay. That's
2: why I like it. I—I I, It's a three-ring <laughs> circus. Okay. You got to give us a little bit. <laughs> All
0: right. Anything else? Uh, obviously, Punk's back. And, and, you know, we talked a little bit about Punk coming back, tension backstage, but I thought live I was there when he when he when he came back to the uh, pro wrestling at the second rampage ever huge reaction Mm -hmm. uh being there live this felt different now everybody is kind of feisty (laughs) before it was just like we're here to have a good time this time they're like I will kill you if you get in the way of CM Punk this man is a god he is speaking nothing but nothing but truths right now how how did it come across for you watching it on tv Uh, I
2: would say the same thing and it's Chicago we're in Chicago. You yeah. see him in Chicago. It makes me wonder if they're doing all these Chicago shows to condition everybody to be like, look, we like him. Be cool. I think so. so. it's not the uh Bret Hart in Canada sort of energy.
0: Hey, that man when Punk goes to California, I think the vibes gonna be different. And look, you know, I read the I read the somebody left in a bad mood, uh, stuff from Dave, and it's making you're gonna pull up your Twitter, it'll be everything anybody's talking about. Um but uh, I read it, and I was like, "Well, you know, if you're a, an elite loyalist, the Chicago crowd was not doing them any favors on Wednesday night. They they no. did they did one pre-tape, and I I thought it was pretty heavily booed. And people caught themselves after the first five seconds of really letting it rip. They kind of reined it in a little bit, but uh, it was not. It was far from a positive reaction. If you're sitting in the back and you're like." I don't agree with this. This narrative's not going their way anymore. Yeah. Then you're probably gonna be pissed off.
2: Yeah. What, uh, I feel like I heard a uh, uh, F the elite chant at collision.
0: Uh, yes. They, there was an F the elite chant. There were a lot of booze. There were a lot of, there was a lot of everything. Anytime the elite came up, even Eddie Kingston tried to like play it down, you know, but yeah, whatever it was, it was all out of control. So anyway, all right, there you go. little banter here up top bat collision about dynamite. little backstage news from Dave Meltzer there. So let's roll into it here, EJ. And once again, if you're watching live, share the link out. Let everybody know. We're going down. We're doing this. We're drafting rosters. And if you want to jump in, you want to chat, you can jump into the comments section. Let's have a good time here. All right. So uh, first of all, I wrote up these rules. We were going to do this last week, but then the CM Punk ESPN article dropped, and my brain went out the window. And now... We're going to do this for real. So here are the rules that I, I thought up last week. So all the talents listed on the all Elite wrestling.com roster page, they are eligible to be drafted. I've got it pulled up here. EJ, do you have it pulled up? I have.
2: A, I already wrote out a list of people I want, but, yes, I'll pull it up just okay. in case. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. Just want to make sure you have the same resources I have yep. for this very important draft. Okay. Wonderful. Said CM Punk is the only talent that seems to be definitively tied to a brand already, we're going to put him inaugural pick on the collision brand so that's my first pick regardless of which of us goes first now we're gonna find out who gets the first pick uh via a coin flip now ej i have here a silver dollar isn't that cool isn't that cool oh wow i haven't seen a silver dollar in decades keep it on my desk it's a lucky silver dollar so do you want heads or tails EJ? Uh,
2: I gotta go with heads, but I wanted I want to ask, with that CM Punk uh, acquisition you got there, do I get a uh, a person that we know that probably wouldn't be on the same show as him?
0: <clears throat> Kenny Omega? You could pick whatever you want to base the show around, right? That's right. fine. Uh-huh. Your first pick could be your, I think we know where the first round's going already, but now we're gonna decide who gets that follow-up pick, who gets the real first pick. So, EJ, uh, heads or tails? Heads. Okay. Okay. Uh. It is heads. It is heads, EJ. So let me go over here. I'm going to pull up my very official (laughs) draft sheet here. This is where we're going to be noting all of the draft picks on this very official draft sheet that we have here. So uh, EJ, first pick, who do you want? Uh, I got to go with the champ. I want MJF. You want MJF? Okay. My inaugural pick here for Collision, CM Punk. Now you get the follow-up pick here. EJ, and you'll be going first in every round. Or wait, no, wait. No, wait. I I didn't read all the rounds. I didn't read all the rules. Tag teams can be drafted together or broken up. Stables are not able to be drafted as a group. The number of draft picks per round will go up incrementally over time until we get to about round 10, where it'll be five picks each round, and then we're going to start to bring it back down until we get to round 18. Any talent's not drafted, they're going to be considered free agents. Maybe they go to Ring of Honor. And uh, at the end of the draft, at the end of the 18th round, we are allowed to offer trades if we would like of the roster. All right. There's the full rules. Now, I didn't say anything about alternating rounds. So you're going to get the first pick. You're going to start off every round, EJ. So who is your – this is one pick for round two. Who is your pick here? Oh, I'm going to go with the best wrestler in the world,
2: Daniel Bryanson. Wow. Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson. Sorry, my bad. (laughs) Pardon me.
0: No, fine. He's a very confusing name. Right, um, for me, over in CM Punk world on AEW Collision, I absolutely love the chemistry these two have in the ring. Huge pop every time they touch. I'm going Samoa Joe. R O H, TV champion Samoa Joe. How about you, EJ? All right,
2: all right, that was one of my picks. Uh, you know, I'm gonna go with uh, Orange Cassidy.
0: So no, wait, I I I had somebody here, Pappy Squeeze, say our champions included. We're gonna say yes. Because obviously we're drafting champions right now, you know. So yeah. okay, you're gonna go with Orange Cassidy here? Or is your, you get two picks in this round? It's a big get. Uh,
2: I'm gonna get I, Orange Cassidy and you know what? Tony Storm.
0: Tony Storm, man, going after some women here too. you're making me have to think. Now if the champions are on if the champions are involved here, I need to I need to take a title over to my brand. I gotta get something in here. Now it's a very odd kind of outside the park pick here. But I'm going to go with Luchasaurus, right? Ooh. And I guess, you know, in the process, I'm going to take Christian Cage as well because I'm going to need I'm going to need that whole act kept together. Good. So we're going to go with that. Yeah.
2: Good pick. Good pick. Good pick. All right. I got that. I got that. I got these people.
0: All right. So I get two here. Yeah. Yeah. You get Two Two picks in round 4 We You're in round four now.
2: I'm gonna go with all right. I'm gonna do
0: uh, John Moxley and uh, Claudio. Huh. John Moxley, Claudio, and ROH, ROH world champion man. Castagnoli.
2: I got a thing for the gold, Nick.
0: Did I spell Castagnoli back or correctly. I don't know if I did. I don't think I did. Yeah. Okay. I'll go back and fix it if I didn't. Let me know in the comment section if I did not spell only correct. All right. I get two picks here. I gotta go. If it's if it's collision, I gotta go F T R. We're gonna go with the uh, AW World Tag Team Champions. FTR. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take uh I'm gonna take Jay White. Damn it. I really like I like the I like the main event picture they've got going on collision right now and i want to keep that together first of all, i would just
2: like to say i love jay white man that dude if i could wrestle like somebody if i were a wrestler he's really great
0: well the reason i wanted to keep jay white and punk on the same brand is just because you know him and samoa joe punk and joe is gonna be great right but at beyond that you got where are you gonna go with with cm punk here and i think him and jay white he's gonna to get to put over a young talent we're gonna to get to see the best of jay white i'm very very excited to see those two together
2: absolutely same Um, So I'm assuming this round we get a three-pick, yeah? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: You're into round five. You get three picks here in round five, EJ.
2: You know, I'm surprised they made it this far without anybody picking them. I got to go with the elite. I want Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks.
0: Kenny Omega? Well, that's only two picks. The Young Bucks are a tag team. Oh, so that counts as one. Okay,
2: great. Uh, Adam Page.
0: And Hangman Page, you're taking them all. Yes, and look at that, the the central focus of AEW Dynamite here going to the fifth round. And all right, I got to fill out. I got to fill out Bullet Club Gold here. So I'm going to take Juice Robinson. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but then I'm going to go with TBS champion Chris Statlander. Good pick. Thank you very much. I'm going to take Jade Cargill as well, because I want to see that match when she comes back. Oh, yeah. So those are my three. All right. Oh, I'm digging what I, I'm digging what I got going on here. That's wonderful.
2: For this one, I will like
0: oh, yes. Round six, by the way, three picks. Round six.
2: I want Athena.
0: Athena, A E or R O H women's champion. Okay.
2: Um, I want Wardlow.
0: Wardlow, that's
2: a good pick. And Darby Allen.
0: And Darby Allen. Oh man, do I take Sting? I'm thinking about
2: it. (laughs) Then we got to trade and do business later. Uh,
0: Yes. I'm going to take sting because I do. You you've reminded me of the trades and I'm going to need that dangling over your head here later to hopefully try to bring over somebody that I really, really want from the other side. All right. Sting's a good pick. You know, I'll go with, uh, oh man, that's good. I don't know if it's going to be good for the locker room. If I put Jericho over here, him and punk, right? Business. Business. You know what? I'm going to take Chris Jericho though, just because I know there's money in the sting match. And now I kind of want to keep Sting, personally, you know. Um, and hmm, who was my third pick here for round six? I man, I'm really mad you took Darby Allen. I really wanted Darby Allen on my roster. Um man, Sting and Punk work really well together. You know what? I'm gonna go with Jungle Boy Jack Perry. I think there's I think there's a lot there to work with. Okay. We'll go Jungle Boy Jack Perry. And I got Christian, and I got Luchasaurus, so there's, a, there's stuff we can run back to. All right, now we're into round seven. More picks becoming available, EJ. You can pick four different entities here in the seventh round.
2: Okay, and you said groups don't count.
0: Groups don't count. Now, tag teams count, but not okay. groups. You can you can even split up a tag team if you want.
2: Uh, I would like Malachi Black.
0: Oh, shoot. We're going. Okay.
2: Buddy Murphy and Big Bad Brody.
0: Oh man! All right, and you got one more pick.
2: Uh oh! My goodness, Adam Cole, baby.
0: Adam Cole. I'm surprised you didn't pick Julia Hart there. I'm tempted. It would hurt me though to separate her from that family. You better so take don't your- do it. <laughs> <laughs> it. Hurt me. Hurt me. It would hurt me personally to to separate her from the House of Black. I, I gotta go with the guns. Just be- because I think they're they would work really well, especially with the stuff going on. Yeah. To that end, I know they're 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 not capable of, of working right now because of the Jeffs thing in Canada. But I'll take the Hardys too. I want to flush out. Since so you took the Young Bucks over there. I'm gonna try to fill up some tag teams over here on my end. Um. Uh. Yeah. I'll take Lucha Brothers. Oh, that's a good pick. That's a great pick. Those two guys can work individually too. And uh, let's see. I would also like. I would also like. Hmm. Oh, I'll, key, I'll take uh, I'll take Miro. OK, really like Miro. All right. We are moving along here. We are into the eighth round. The eighth round. Also five picks. Also five picks.
2: All right. I will take the acclaimed.
0: Damn it. That was going to be my next pick.
2: I was like I was saving the tag teams for later. And you started uh, picking them up. And I was like, all right, uh, I, gotta them
0: I felt bad. I was like, well, you got to grab some. I should have just done straight. I should have gone straight through the tag division. Damn it. Okay. Oh, man.
2: Damn so it. I got be acclaimed. Um, I would love uh, Bandito.
0: Oh, okay. I hope he picks up your phone. I hope he picks up the phone when you call him. So that Conan comment the other day. Go ahead.
2: Uh, Britt Baker.
0: Britt Baker. Oh, the doctor. That's a great pick. Okay. Pac. Pac. Okay. And that's it. That's your picks. Your round eight is closed out. And Pac is all capitals, right, Pac? Yes. Pac. Uh, Okay, over on my end here, uh, I got to go Andrade Alilo. Yeah. You know, again, just trying to capitalize on some of the kind of current momentum we have already. Um, uh, Who should I pick up here? Uh, Nobody's picked up Moxley yet, right? Uh, I did. Oh, you picked up Moxley? Oh, that's right. You went through Black Pole Combat Club earlier. Oh, you know what? I'm going to take, you know what? Dan Housen will be invaluable to the Collision roster, as will the best friends. And I already have Chris Statlander, so this already makes a lot of sense to me. I can already see it in my head. It's already working. Good drafting, Nick. You're doing a great job. Um, And let's see. I will take – oh, yeah. I'm going to go with Eddie Kingston. Yes. Oh, my roster rules. Okay. I will take uh, Big Daddy gun. Big Daddy, Big Daddy, who? Billy Gunn. Oh, Big Daddy? Did you call him Big Daddy? I was calling Dad- Big
2: Daddy Gunn. I was making it cute.
0: I'm going to call him by his given name, Daddy Ass Billy Gunn. <laughs> Daddy Ass. This is so dumb. Damn it. I'm really getting into this right now, by the way. If you're listening, I don't know if you can feel this, but I'm starting to get really like anxiety over this. Okay, go ahead. You're, you're drafting Dude, that's long. why I have
2: a list. I was like, I need to go through everybody. Um, Julia Hart. Did I already grab her?
0: You have not. You have not. Now you've you've completed the the faction here. Yes. Okay, that's a good pick.
2: Um, Jay Lethal.
0: Ooh. Okay. Keith Lee. Keith Lee, great pick. Okay. Hobbs. And powerhouse Hobbs. You took powerhouse Hobbs from Collision. Oh, he's supposed to be like a Collision guy. That's interesting. All right, uh, I have to go with double J, double J, Jeff Jarrett. I have to go with Mark Briscoe because of that match being just such fire last night. I absolutely, or on Wednesday night, I absolutely loved it. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, man, you took you took Jay Lethal from that group. I would have just drafted him all at once. Um, I'll keep Sanjay, Sanjay, because I, I like I like what he's doing with Jeff, and I'll keep I'll keep sat him sing with them as well. We'll just let Jay Lethal float over on dynamite as a secret spy for us. And lastly here, um oh I have the I have the hardies. I'll take private party. Private party it is. Okay. Okay. All right. That is the I'll conclusion wait. of round nine. Round ten, we Ooh, are round? getting into the five well, this is another five round pick, the last one where there will be this many picks available in a single round. EJ?
2: Uh Ricky Starks. Damn it
0: Oh, that's a good one.
2: Okay. Yeah, I almost forgot my guy.
0: Shit, I should have taken that. Okay, go ahead.
2: Uh, Ruby Riot.
0: Oh man. Okay, Ruby Soho. Ruby Soho. Name? Okay. Sheeta. Sheeta. Okay.
2: Jamie Hater.
0: Jamie Hater. Okay. Oh, it's it's Jamie and then with a Y and then last name. Okay, got mm-hmm. it. Roosh. And Roosh. Okay, well, my five picks, Soraya for sure. Um, you know what? I'm going to take your AEW World Women's Champion, Tony Storm, with her. You know what? I saw you pick off Ruby Soho, and I can't let you take this whole outcast action.
2: Oh, I think I have Tony Storm in an earlier round there, Nick. Do you? Yeah.
0: Let me see here.
2: Right under Orange Cassidy.
0: Right under Orange Cassidy? Oh, round you do. Three. I didn't properly mark her world title reign. All right, AEW women's world champion. All right, well you know what? I'm still keeping Soraya. That was foolish for you to not pick her up. She's staying on my roster here. A foolhardy thing. I'll take Hook. At some point, you're going to get CM Punk and Hook on collision. Finally, people. Right? That's what everybody wants. Um. Oh, Swerve Strickland. I saw you took. Uh. I saw you took. Uh. Old Keith Lee without Swerve. That's not going to fly. Um, to that end, man, you know what? I'm going to is Elie I don't think he's signed yet. No, he's not. Mm. Uh, but I do want Ethan Page. Great, great guy. Great guy. Great hand. Love Ethan Page. And I want to throw. I want to throw some more women into the mix. I'm going to take. Hmm. I would like to take. Who do I want to add here? That's a great question. I will take. Oh, I'm going to take Red Velvet. Mm. I'm a big Red Velvet fan. I think she's fantastic. All right. We are now into round 11. We are now whittling away picks. You only get four picks this round, EJ. Okay. Wheeler Yuta. Wheeler Yuta. A great choice. Okay.
2: I can't believe I skipped them from earlier. Uh, we got of Yuda. I would love Thunder Rosa. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Uh, Taya Valkyrie.
0: Taya Valkyrie. Oh, wow. These are good picks. Okay.
2: And uh, I'll take Nyla Rose.
0: And that's your last pick. That's it. That's your fourth pick. All right. I'm gonna definitely go after Daniel Garcia. What a talent! <clears throat> you took you to. I'm taking Daniel Garcia off the board here right now as well. Um, I will also take. Uh, oh, is Sammy Guevara still up for grabs? I believe he is. Is he not? He is. Oh yeah. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy Guevara here, deep in the eleventh round. I'm gonna take his wife, Tamello, as well. Keep that act together. And uh, oh, Willow. Nightingale, the only New Japan champion, I think, that's going to be drafted here. Women's... New Japan strong women's champ. Hello, Nightingale. We're into round 12 here. Round 12 is the last round where you have four picks available to you, EJ. Four picks here in round 12. Roderick Strong. Oh, Roderick Strong. Okay.
2: Uh, While we're there, Happy Family, Kyle O'Reilly.
0: Kyle O'Reilly. Okay.
2: Uh, Marina Shafir.
0: Marina Shafir. Got it. You get one more pick here in round 12.
2: I'm going to go with
0: Mm. Scorpio Sky. Scorpio Sky is a fantastic choice. A fantastic choice. Uh, I will go. Um, I oh, go ahead. Sorry. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. I'll take Anna J A S. Is that how you spell it out? J. J it's spelled. I'm looking at it on the site. It's spelled like this. That looks weird as hell. But I guess that's the way it goes now. Okay. <laughs> Anna J A S. Uh, I already have the best friends. I have swerve. Uh, oh, I want sunny kiss for sure. Good I, want, I want sunny kiss. Um, and I would like, I would like, uh, oh, you know what? I, they're not technically a tag team right now, but I'm going to leave Ho- oh, hope. So I'm going to say Santana and Ortiz separately. And we'll see where that goes when I have them on the same roster. All right. We are now into round 13. Less picks, EJ. Less picks as we go along. Only three picks here in the 13th round. Alright, I will take uh, Lance Archer. Lance Archer. A great pick. Great pick. That's a good pick up here late in the, late in the game.
2: I She's forgot. Like, I like didn't look at my list. I had him on my list earlier, and I was like, I need a monster. I need a monster. Oh, yeah. uh, Serena Deeb.
0: Serena Deeb. Okay.
2: Um... And I, uh, uh Stokely Hathaway.
0: Stokely Hathaway was actually going to be my next pick. I'm very upset about that. <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to move. I'm going to go take Paul White. I'm going to take Paul <laughs> White. I'm going to take RJ city. We're going to put him in the ring. We're going to put him to work. We're going to make money on RJ city. No doubt about it. And, uh, who else do I really? Who else do I like? Who else do I want to bring aboard? Collision here. Oh, I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take the United Empire. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take uh, Will Ospreay's boys there. Another tag team. Okay. Three rounds okay. here. Last three rounds. Last three picks in a round, I should say. I
2: will gladly take Dustin Rhodes.
0: Dustin Rhodes. Okay. Abaddon. Damn it, she was on my list. I was—I didn't think you'd grab her. Okay, go ahead.
2: And Serpentico.
0: Serpentico, a great pick. Okay, I'm gonna take Kira Hogan off the board for sure. Kira Hogan, no longer up for grabs. Uh, I will take uh John Silver. I can't believe he was still available. Honestly. Oh yeah. But he was. I thought he was a. Gonna be gone a lot faster than that, and I will take. Uh, I'll take top flight. Both of them. Okay. Huh. We are now into round fifteen. Less wrestlers available. We have only two picks this round.
2: I will take. Did you? Did you? Already... You have Mark Briscoe already.
0: I have Mark Briscoe. I took him right after I took Jeff Jarrett.
2: Uh, QT Marshall.
0: Oh, good grab. Okay.
2: You know what? I like this guy. I don't know something about him. Matt Menard.
0: Matt Menard. Oh, you're just taking one half of 2.0. You don't want them both?
2: I'll take them both. I'll take 2.0. We'll throw okay. them all in. Is
0: that what they're called? Two. I think they're called like 2.0, point, point I think is the name. I think that's how it's spelled. I don't know. It's not like I cover this for a living. Um <laughs> I uh, I will take uh, I'm going to take Big Bill I think he's surprisingly still available here um, and I'm going to take Helico. that's going to be a banger collision match I'm going to put CM Punk versus Helico at some point it's just going to steal the show watch it watch it happen alright we are now into round 16 last round with two picks overall there's only four picks left not much time here and
2: I'm sweating Um,
0: I will take, uh, the evil one. Which one?
2: Um, God, why can't I remember his name? I can't find it now. The bigger
0: guy. The bigger evil guy. Yes. Evil Uno. Evil Uno. Oh, got it. Okay. (laughs) The evil one. Evil
2: Uno. Evil one. It translates.
0: I was like, I already have Danhausen. You can't, although maybe we'll see. All right.
2: And um, you know what? Because I'm a heartfelt guy, I will
0: take negative one, negative evil Uno, and negative one. Okay, it's called uh, an investment. Investment in negative one. Uh, I will go with Ar Fox. Who? Man, talk about a pickup here in the sixteenth round. We only have three rounds left. Uh, Ar Fox. I like. Uh, I like action and I'll pick him up as well. All right, EJ. Two rounds. Wait, uh, do you, do you have uh, – sorry, go ahead. Who who did you pick up in the – oh, Evil Uno and then negative one. Okay. Sorry.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Oh, it, <laughs> it's formatting weird on my pick sheet. I don't know why it's doing that. Here we go. Negative one. All right. There we go. All right. You got one pick here, round 17. Make it good. Who you got? Willow Nightingale. I already picked Willow. Oh, frick. Off um, the table.
2: Do you, have, do you have Rio?
0: Rio? Rio is not. Rio is available.
2: I would take Rio.
0: Rio, he says. All right, let me, let me take a last glance here. I don't want to screw this up. This is a big pit. I got the best friends. That's good. I got Garcia. That's good. Ivaluno's off the table. Jay White, Hardy's. Man, do I want Jake Hager? Uh, do I want Jake Hager? Do I want that hat? I don't know. Do want that <laughs> Do I want that hat? Do I want that hat? It's a great question. I don't know. I'm going to look at the women down here real fast. I'm going to pick up uh, uh I'm take mercedes mercedes martinez damn good pick all right one final pick who are you going to round your fantasy roster out with here today
2: since it's a premiere show i need the premier athlete i'm going with tony nece
0: tony Nice, the final pick here okay and last pick overall will be afforded to me i gotta make this one good Got to make this one good. Hmm. Who has been greatly overlooked here? Who is deserving of a spot and doesn't have one at the moment? Hmm. Oh, you know what? I'm going to capitalize him. Nobody else has. I'm going to make this guy work. Parker Budo, my final pick. The next part, Brock Lesnar. Or so they say. So they say. And there we go. All right. Make sure I spell his last name right. It's one of them Creole last names. It's almost impossible. There we go. There a bunch of U's and X's and stuff. All right, so here we go. We have our full list of picks here. Um, we're going to make them available. I won't read the whole thing off here because it's going to take forever, but we'll put the full draft list up over on houseofwrestling.com here in a little bit. Um, Victor Nash, by the way, over here on uh, on YouTube watching us live. How about the newly signed John Morrison? I don't think he's gotten the all elite graphic. And he's not on the roster page. And that was a big qualification, Victor. If he's yeah. not listed. it's not listed. We can't draft him, you know. But with that said, EJ, um, any trades? Is there anybody on your side or on my side that you'd like to see on your side? Is there anybody that you're interested in, in flipping back and forth here? I'm going to take a look at yours real quick. Because I will tell you, I am definitely upset I lost Darby Allen. And, yeah and I would really also I powerhouse Hobbs, he's part of the brand. There's a couple names I'd really like to I'd like to like you know if there's anybody you want, you know, we talk, you know.
2: Um uh, I want Sting because I have Darby. Ah, okay. Um and also I'd really like Samoa Joe. He was one of my top picks.
0: Okay. Uh hmm. Samoa, would you? Okay. I, I'll give you Sting for Powerhouse Hobbs. Oh, the long silence here as EJ thinks about it. Sting for Hobbs. Very fair offer. Sting, a legend. Look at you. He's trying to upsell Sting. <laughs> Absolute uh, legend. That guy comes out. He feels like a star, right? All right. Man, look at that. I used to sell walking bathtubs, people. Proof of it right there. All right, Powerhouse Hobbs is mine. Ha-ha! And you will get Sting. Where is where's Hobbs on this list here? There he is. You get Sting. Technically now a ninth-round pick. All right, Any anybody else? Anybody uh, else? We're... I'll say this. I'll trade you Private Party for Keith Lee. Or not Keith Lee. Private Party for Jay Lethal. Because I want to keep the band together. Or somebody else. I'm not going to give you Joe for Jay Lethal, but if there's anybody <laughs> on the kind of anybody kind of on the cusp, you're like, oh, I'd be interested in them. I'm open minded here. I want to win this. I want to put out a roster. All right. Um.
2: You say Jay Lethal for private party?
0: Yes. Jay Lethal for uh, for private party. And now I can pick- do that. You gonna do it? Oh, you I can make that up. work. All right, you took you took me up on it, so I'm gonna I'm gonna follow through on it. I I'm kind of having a little bit of buyer's remorse because I remember, you know, that Matt Hardy, you know, they they got a they got a thing going on over there. All right, okay, here we go. All right, so uh, all the picks are done. Uh, anything else? Any any other last minute trades? We have. Uh, you're not
2: budging on Samoa Joe, right?
0: No, I gotta keep Joe and Punk together. That that's the top. That's a money. That's a money main event. I know Victor when I over saw here, by
2: the together he's- on collision. I was like,
0: oh, man. By the way, Victor, either of you guys picked Fuego? Nobody picked Fuego. He's not on the roster. He's he's just he's he's done. he has gone. You know. I'm happy. Yeah.
2: I glazed over our guy. uh, Kinos- uh Oh my goodness. Kind of
0: sk- Kinos- Yes. Yes. Takashi Takashida.
2: Yes, Takashida. I was like, oh, that guy.
0: Well, um, here's the thing. I I also was surprised he got left on the cutting room floor. But anybody again who was not drafted here today, they are now uh, available to be uh, free agents and can sign with Ring of Honor if they choose, and maybe they'll come up later. So, all right, that brings us to the end of the draft here, everybody. I will do my best to format this in a way on the site where everybody can look at it. We'll share it around. I'm going to put a poll up. We're going to find out whose fantasy roster you enjoyed more. And, uh, and that's it. Um, EJ, before we, you know, wrap it up here today, anything that you want to plug, put over, that kind of deal? Oh uh, man, I just want to put you over, man. I'm going to put you over, Nick.
2: Thanks for having me on the show, House of Rest, House. Uh I'm glad to watch this uh from where it's come from to where it is now, so I want to put you over, man.
0: Thank you. Are you going to come over after work and listen to country music and drink beer with me? I
2: might. I have uh tickets to a festival today at around like 4.
0: Oh, that's when I that's when I usually stop working is around 4 or 5.
2: Yeah, so Right. Maybe after if it's um uh, if it ends early, I can check in with you.
0: Well here's the thing. I'm gonna give away my schedule publicly here. I'm gonna hang out here today. I'm not telling you where I live, but you can come hang out with me there. Tomorrow, uh down near I think it's near Chinatown, they mm-hmm. are doing dragon boat races. Have you have you heard about this? I've heard about that, yeah. Okay. I don't know if you have plans tomorrow afternoon, but we are going to watch this stuff. And the way the dragon boat races work, and we're I love this, we're live, I can talk about whatever I want. <laughs> I'm gonna take away I'm gonna take away the roster here. So the way dragon boats work, it's like it's this long boat. It's like 20 plus people all rowing at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then there's one. There's, here, I'm gonna use this. Okay, so let's pretend this telescope I have on my desk for no reason is a boat. So all these 20 people boating at the same time, right? They're all going in the same direction. But one person here will represent them with this laser gun. So one person. <laughs> at the front of the boat, and they're leaning over the front of the boat as this boat's going along real fast, and they're grabbing flags out of the water, right? And they're throwing them back into the boat. Oh. Yeah. So whoever gets the most flags wins, yeah? Or they do it at the fastest time? We don't really know. But it looks dope, and it looks like the food scene over there is going to be ridiculous. Oh, man. I fly out to
2: South Carolina tomorrow morning. Oh, South you- Carolina! South
0: Carolina! Well, then, of course, Sunday is Pride Parade. And uh, if you are in the Chicago area, highly recommend you checking out the Chicago Pride Parade. Great little spot called Galway Bay here. Great little bar, very near the end of the parade route. If you want to say hi, there's a good chance I'll be down there with some Irish people cheering on the LGBTQ community, as I am wont to do. So um, anything else? we forget anything? Anything else you wanted to plug or no? I think that's everything, man. All right. Well, uh, as I said, uh, if you're listening to this in audio form earlier, you heard my interview with AAW founder owner, Danny Daniels. Thank you so much to Danny. If You're watching us live here in video form or watch this in video form wherever head over to the podcast feed house arrest and you can find the full audio of this along with my interview with Danny attached to it. Great little bit of Friday content to wrap up your week. And I, I think that's it. I don't Monday. Oh, and Monday, I am going to be releasing on the House Wrestling Podcast feed my Inside the Ropes exclusive interview with Conan. My latest conversation with Conan. We talk all about Santana and Ortiz, who I drafted. And then next week, on Wednesday, I hop in an airplane and I shoot over to London, and I'm going to be covering money in the bank. Did you not know that? It's your first time in London? I've been to London. Okay. First time, first time covering pro wrestling in London.
2: Yeah, I didn't know you were going. That's great.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm leaving Wednesday. I got the... Uh, event schedule from WWE about an hour or so ago looks like Thursday knock on wood I should be at a, a one or two community events where there'll be some talents Friday media row and then Helwani who obviously Tony Khan loves Ariel Helwani if you heard his media call yesterday at sarcasm um he's doing a late night by run in thing stage show so I'll be at that anyway it's a bunch oh, of oh yeah it's a bunch of rambling, dude. I can't even believe it's not even noon here yet. It's weird. That's great. Yeah, it's so
2: early. I'm like, I guess I'll go make breakfast.
0: Yeah, I had some yogurt. I'm going to make lunch. So, All right, everybody. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Grab your hat. Grab your coat. Say hi to Willow. Get out
1: the door. But remember, you're welcome back anytime.